Welcome to episode number 58 of Gears and Beers, a show where three freedom-loving, gun-toting capitalist pigs talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever else trips our trigger along the way. Tonight we're going to be talking about, shocker, the ATF lied about their firearm registry, uh, an upcoming vote on the red flag law, Rock Island Armory's STK-100, and an interesting product from Magnatech. And uh, probably a few other tangents along the way. On our panel tonight, as always, Mr. Andrew Johnson, along with Sam, the owner of Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator, and I'm your host, Box. This show is brought to you by Shyworks. Sam, what's been going on over at Shyworks? Oh, just just the usual Cerakote and a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with us, that's what we do. We are Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. Uh, we specialize in uh, taking your gun. And talking to you about the vision you have for your gun, what you want it to look like, and making making it a reality. Whether that's a theme build, you know, anywhere from a, a Dewalt or a Milwaukee to a Bush Lighter, uh, or just a, a, a custom camouflage, or uh, you know, anything like that. So we also offer stuff on our website. You can use coupon code LSLF10. That gets you ten percent off everything on our website, from lasered magazines, mag bases, Glock back plates. Uh, patches, shirts, hats, all sorts of goodies. You can use coupon code LSLF10. That gets you 10% off everything on there. Yes, sir. We are also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, brand building photography. Check them out on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. Ballistic Imagery, make an impact. Uh, do we have any viewers in here yet, or should I wait Wait a minute to... Yeah, to yeah we, got, we got a few in here. Say, say hey if you're in here, guys. I want to I want to know how many are in here. And also, um let us know if there's any if you can hear us correctly. We were having a few technical issues before the show started, so I want to make sure that's all all going good. So how are you guys doing? Freaking splendid. <laughs> I'm shocked I to think- hear that actually. I think every, it was a very dreary day around here. I think everybody's just kind of Everybody's just kind of, kind of zapped. Everybody I was talked to just kind of seems like, like the, uh, like the donkey from, uh, uh, what's Winnie the Pooh. Oh, it's kind of a little Eeyore action. That's not me. I'm not zapped. I'm fucking, my mind has just been bouncing around a thousand mile an hour today and I can't stop and is very frustrating. Yeah. Mine has been the same way and I, it's getting really bad at work because I'm working on, one project like i have this one saw conveyor that i'm working on and it's getting to the point where i'm just like i work on it for eight hours and at the end of the day i'm like what did i what did i do today why what have what have i done (laughs) it's like because i'm just my brain's going a million miles an hour in 40 different directions it's like i gotta snap out of this shit somehow yeah those days suck yeah, uh, Mac Parkus. Hey, man, how's it going? Have have, have you guys seen him in, in here before? Are you new, Mac? Thanks for he stopping is, in, it's man. A, it's his first time commenting. He was in my class, though. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for joining us, man. Well, so I guess it's been a few minutes in, so we're still doing this, this new giveaway thing here, folks. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to randomly pick a time here on my timer and... Uh, when that timer goes off, the last person to comment 
within five minutes of that timer going off, we're going to send send you some stuff. So, I don't know what stuff, but we'll send you some stuff. Could be good stuff, could be bad stuff, but it's going to be stuff nonetheless. That's right. It could be uh, stickers or patches or uh, magazines, maybe, or maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's like Carmen Electra's panties or something. You just you just never know. <laughs> I don't I don't know how you would get your hands on those, Sam. But hey, I will leave that mystery lie. Sam right, would be the kind enough. of guy to drop. $10,000 on a pair of panties from, from her. No, no. I mean, I, 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 I don't see that. He's I mean, making the big bucks now, so he can sniff whatever panties he wants. <laughs> as long as he can pay for them. Uh-huh. Right, right. <laughs> he doesn't want free ones either. Women are like, I'll give you mine. He's like, no, no. No, need to pay for them. Man. <laughs> I don't know. This is new. This is super annoying. Now, every time anyone comments, I get a notification on my phone. It never used to be that way, and I kind of hate it now. So everyone <laughs> everyone comment a lot just to, <laughs> just to drive Box crazy. Today. You'd better not. It'll be super fun. <laughs> I'm just going to be in the comments. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> One word at a time. <laughs> You're yeah, lucky Cliff you. hasn't, hasn't, hasn't in here yet. Otherwise, he'd be blowing it up. <laughs> yeah, Cliff's too lazy for that. Okay, well, I guess we might as well start, hey? Yeah. So, um, if you saw the title of this, you will know that the ATF is, I mean, if you've ever watched us at all, you know, the ATF are a bunch of dirtbag liars <laughs> and they have once again lied to us, but now we have caught them. The, uh, gun owners of America, they through a freedom of information act, they've revealed that they do, in fact, I mean, we've known for months now that they have a database of nearly, like, almost a billion, billion, um, what would you call them, firearms. registries? I don't know. Er, billion, a billion firearms, records. Firearms transactions. A yeah. billion records on file. And they kept saying, well, no, no, it's not. We can't do anything with that, though. But Gun Owners, Gun Owners of America has found out that it is in fact searchable. <laughs> so, and I mean, I think from the way I I didn't look too much into it. I, I read over the report just a little bit. It's like 32 pages and I didn't get time to read it all today. I mean, I probably wouldn't have been able to understand it all if I had read it all today anyways. But from what it sounded like is they can, they're trying to get around it. Like they can turn off their ability to search it so they can be like, Oh, well, we're not search. We can't search. Look, we can't. But they all they have to do is like flip a switch or whatever. Yeah. So that the enables it, them to be able to do that. Yeah. The way it sounded to me, anyway, was they use just a third party third party software that basically takes your 
uh, what the hell form is it, Sam? You're 44, 73, 44, 73. And it basically, they recently changed it to where the, your name and address, your personal information, as well as the serial number to the firearm is on the same page. So it's, it's much (laughs) easier for them to scan in and get, and get all that information on one page. So it's easy to see all that information. Um, but this third party software that they're using is basically taking your handwriting and converting it to digital symbols. So it knows when you write a B or an A or a one, and it can determine all that stuff and it makes it searchable electronic letters. And, um, through that software, basically when they open the application, they uncheck search by name. And then they're like, see, we can't search it. This isn't a searchable database. And then the next time they open the application, if they want to search by name, they just check the little check mark, search by name, open the software. Boom. There we go. We can search it by name now. So yeah, sounds like, uh, Definitely very easily searchable. Yeah, I guess this is just to me, I mean, I thought they've had this for a long time. I guess that because essentially Johnson's they right. Probably they probably have just, had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. They recently, they recently did. They changed the 4473s. It used to be your personal information was on the back. So it was harder for them to scan when they came to do your, their little uh, audits of gun shops and everything. They'll yep. scan them in or when you go out of business, um, you have to, to, uh, send all of your records, all those 4473s and everything into the ATF. So they have those on file. And recently, um, that used to be just, uh, 20 years, you could destroy them, you know, previously, you know, anything older than 20 years. Um, but now they just made it, everything has to be sent into them so that they're going to be retaining all records indefinitely. Um, so that's how they, that's how they built this, this database, of stuff. So, um, if your, if your FFL is still in business, they're not going to have records of this, but unless that FFL gets audited, then the ATF sometimes comes in and scans all those, you know, we're just checking shit out, just making sure bullshit. You're, you're freaking adding them to the, your registry, which is, yep. isn't their laws explicitly against registries? And yes, this well, is 100% is- illegal. The, if you read the report, it lists the statutes that make that and explains why this is illegal. And you said if your FFL is still in business, they don't have your records. Not entirely true. They also have been gathering. They're supposed to keep their records from out of business FFLs separate from businesses that are still open. Active, yeah. But they have been throwing all of them in with this out of business FFL database. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure how well. they're, how they're getting that information. That's probably in the report as well, but well, it's, it's just when they do audits of gun shops, a lot of times they'll come in and they'll go through your books to make everything, make sure everything is aligned. That's the same thing, exact same thing with, um, the closures to FFLs are up 500% since Biden took office because they're, they've went to a zero tolerance policy. So if they'll comb through your books and if they even find one single thing wrong, uh, but with say like a 4473 or an entry in your log books or anything, they're just shit. They're killing, taking people's licenses for absolutely no reason. 
other than that tiny little clerical errors that make absolutely no fucking difference. Like you can, you still know where, you know, where the gun came from, who it went to all that shit. Everything you need to know is legit. But if you like, say, forgot to check a box or say that says you're an American citizen. Oh, that's a, that's, that's a no, no, you're fucked. And they'll take your, it's, it's absolutely asinine. I think um, they, they were calling that like, uh, willful non-compliance or whatever. Yeah. Then that's complete and total horse shit. I mean, I, you make a mistake and they're like, you're a kid, you know, you're absolutely trying not to follow the law. Yeah. And, 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 and it doesn't matter. It makes no difference. You know where the gun went to Like, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's so a lot of like in my industry, Cerakote, like I'm going to, if somebody calls me up and wants a, a background check 4473, no, why would I, why would I open myself up to that? You know, maybe close friends and family I'll still do, but there's no reason for me to make 20 bucks and then risk my freaking license you know, from a stupid mistake. It's just, uh, that's so, and, and that's exactly what they want too, but it is what it is. I'm not risking my ass. Right. Fucking it's all craziness. Hey, uh, Matt, was that inspector, uh, was he like a dickhead or was he, was he not too bad? And Justin, welcome to the show. I just noticed your last name. Are you by chance related to a Richard that is in a band? <laughs> just he's like, this is going to be a long shot. Just curious. <laughs> uh, that's not a random question at all. Well, it's <laughs> it's because to the, a guy in a band. It's because <clears throat> his we just booked a band called Richard Arndt and the Brew for Golf Stock. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, he says vodka lemonade. That does sound hey. really good right now, actually. It sure does. Yeah. So uh, circling back, uh, I think in uh, summary, fuck the ATF. That's well, of... the, I mean, that's just general. Yeah. <laughs> we need hats that say fuck the ATF or, or something along those lines that we can wear during your podcast you or all the time, the you know, and repeal the NFA. No, that say F U K C the A F T. Huh? So it would be like, fuck the ATF, but it fuck the A F T. And then you screw up. Fuck too. Never mind. It's over your head. Johnson. I got it. I got it. Johnson's <laughs> just dumb. <laughs> okay. Well, should do you have anything else? Why not, why yeah. not just write a Why not just have a hat that says "fuck the ATL"? Well, that's tacky. It's a, it's a comedic <laughs> oh, value, yeah. Johnson. It's a comedic value. Come on. Yeah, was, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Justin says, "Become ungovernable hats." Yes, mm. I like that. I'm thinking shirts are very doable. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's We're going to get his motto. That's that's what Johnson says. Mm-hmm. Mine is topple the government. Oh, yeah. Well, we can make one of those shirts, too. <laughs> We're going to get labeled that, an extremist that, group real that quick. definitely won't get us on the domestic terrorist list. No, uh-uh, probably, not at all. Topple the government already are. become ungovernable. They probably I mean, got... They, pro they got, probably got I mean, a we say it every time. <laughs> 
they probably got a whole team dedicated to taking us down. We're, we're going to be in the middle of a podcast someday and everybody's doors is going to get busted in all at the same time. All right. Get swatted. <laughs> yeah, they've got hundreds of hours of us saying, fuck the ATF and the government is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, the trial yeah. the trials are not going to go good, guys. No, <laughs> no, they're gonna, they're going to make the jury sit there and watch like four hundred hours of it, <laughs> and I we'd be like laughing the whole time. A, I think they could just do a super cut of all just one hundred and fifty times in a row. <laughs> hey, Fuck hey, ATF. Top of we, the government, become ungovernable. We might, uh, we might convert the jury, make them. Uh, what, what do they say? Yeah. Who, uh, who radicalized you? Will radicalize the jury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who radicalized you? Okay. Well, uh, I suppose we should move on. Probably. Probably. To the red flag law, the the uh, upcoming vote. Uh, Tell us about that, Sam. Yeah, I mean, there's not, it's nothing too exciting. It's the same old bullshit, the same characters that are always involved in that. Um, just obviously taking advantage of this particular situation um, that obviously you guys know what's going on, the whole uh, Texas shooting yesterday. And it's just, it's sickening. They just keep this stuff in the works and they're just waiting for their chance to pounce. And as soon as something like this happens, they throw it out there. So it's going to a vote in the house supposedly next week, um, is what I was hearing, which it will pass because that's, um, a, a democratically controlled house. So it's, it's most likely going to pass there. I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, and then of course the Senate, it's kind of, uh, kind of up in the air. We do have a, a couple, um, well, I would, I'd, I'd label them kind of traitors when it comes to gun rights. Uh, Susan Collins, she's usually one of them. Um, and there's a, there's a few others. Um, obviously red flag laws, you know, with the, you explain them to somebody, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't sound too bad, but when you really dive into it and think they can literally take anybody's guns or gun rights at the, at the, for any reason, essentially, you know, a lot of these bills are written in such a way that anybody can report you for anything, you know? So say you have an ex that doesn't like you or somebody that you got into a tussle that doesn't like you can call you in or, you know, somebody sees us on the internet saying, fuck the ATF, you know, finds out who we are, calls us in. It could be any of those things. And all of a sudden your gun rights are taken away. And that's, that's explicitly against you know, the constitution. And that's, that's, that's the problem that we find ourselves in. Everybody wants to do something and, and we do too, but it doesn't seem like this is a, is a way to go. Because if you look a couple of weeks ago, Buffalo, you know, that grocery store shooting, they had red flag laws in, in New York and it did nothing. So we all want to do something, but this is, this is definitely not it. And this is a wrong road to be going down. Yeah. And that, the other thing with the red flag laws is that really bothers me is it's completely removes due process. There's no innocent until proven guilty does a hundred percent guilty until proven innocent. Right. You have to prove your, you have to prove your innocence back to the government. And that's not the way, mm -hmm. that's not the way this works. Right. Um, but even if it saves one life, is there <laughs> excuse? Well, yeah. fucking, I hate that. But well, you're gonna a lot of people that you do a no knock raid on for these red flag laws. It ain't gonna save just one life. It's gonna you're gonna lose a few. 
Yeah. It's going to cost a couple of lives to get this shit done. So I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Like there's got to be some solution because a lot of these shooters, they, they, they're glare. It's glaringly obvious, you know, in, in hindsight, like mm-hmm. what can be done? Cause even this, this last one in Texas, a half an hour, it was granted. It was short time period where he was tweeting. Hey, I just shot my grandma in the face. I'm going to go to the school. And like, he literally was Facebooking this stuff as it was happening. Um, a lot of them, you know, there are warning signs earlier. Mm-hmm. Being adamantly, you know, pro-constitutionalist, what does a fella do? Like when that, when that, when that happens, because a lot of these guys have been reported to the cops and like a good majority of them actually, you know, were on the FBI's wanted, you know, watch list or whatever, and, and still did all these things. So my question is what's the freaking solution? You know, what is the right thing to do in that situation? I'm going to, Keep my opinion to myself on this one because <laughs> I could go down a rabbit hole. Right. No, I, I get it. And, and I don't know that that's the, the problem is there is no good solution here. You know, yeah. there is, there is no right answer and there's, there's no answer that's going to satisfy everyone. It's, and that's, that's the shitty part. Is there a chance that a lot of these shooters are on the FBI wanted list or a watch list or the FBI has contacted them and, then they do carry out a shooting that furthers an agenda of one side of the government. I mean, is that a weird thing or is that just me? Are you trying to politely say that the government is, is pushing is, is, is involved in some of this shit? Yes. (laughs) Frankly, I, I don't think, I think a lot of, a lot of Americans feel that same exact way because it's too, it's too convenient. Like right now, like, like, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that every mass shooting or any of these shoot, you know, all of these shootings are all, they're just government conspiracies and all this shit. But right. to me, it's like the FBI has obviously had questionable intentions in the past and currently, and we've known that like the kid in Parkland, Florida, the FBI knew about him for a long time. Right. But are they choosing not to do anything because, you know, well, we'll let this happen. Then it furthers the agenda and we know about this kid. So we can, you know, minimize collateral damage, but we know what, you know, that this is going to move forward. And like, I, I don't know. You know, I think a good, I think a good majority of Americans would just crucify you for saying that. But I think also a large, a large amount of Americans would, you know, kind of had their, their eyes open to what exactly the government is truly about. And that probably doesn't, that probably wouldn't shock a lot of people. Frankly, I feel like that is not that far from the truth, but that's just my personal opinion. I'm not saying they're telling these kids to do it or people to do it or whatever. I just feel like they're definitely not trying very hard to stop it. Like if the FBI knows about these people and I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you obviously can't have FBI agents following every single person you're questioning, you know, about their ill intent towards other people and can't have them followed 24 seven and all that shit. So, I mean, you can't be everywhere all the time. So. Right. Right. Yeah. I, 
But either way, back to the red flag laws that are um, going to be voted on probably next week. It's it's the wrong way to go about this. Hundred percent. It's anti anti uh, constitution. It's not okay, and this should not be should not be uh, should not be passed in Congress for sure. But Box, what's your opinions on this uh, whole thing? I don't really know. I've been trying to formulate thoughts on pretty much anything today and it's not working. So <laughs> I can't come up with anything. I like I was literally just trying to type up my thoughts earlier on a different topic that I was trying to come up with and it just couldn't work. So I've got I've got nothing. All I know is is there's no singular solution. This yeah. is there is ultimately not societal collapse. And there's, I mean, there's yeah. massive and changes I, yeah. in society is going to be the only thing that, that, that'll fix anything. It's not just going to be like, oh, well, we have them sent off to a psychiatrist. So it'll, it'll fix it, all this. That's, that's not right. what it's going to be or take away their guns. Also not going to fix it. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just so irritating and, and you know, somebody, they want to do something. So what do they do? You know, they already laid the list of things that are proven not to work. You know, they're talking about, you know, assault weapons bans again. Well, guys, Columbine happened under the first assault weapons ban. That did absolutely nothing. And guess what? It was also in a gun-free zone. Also, one of the largest mass school massacres in, in our country's history. It's not the largest anymore, but Virginia Tech, that was that was committed with weapons that were not on, that would not be on any assault weapons ban, you know. So these things... Mm -hmm. This, this stuff, these steps that you want to take, they're, they're not going to do anything, you know, and what is going to do something is uh, they just, they just voted on fortifying the uh, Congress, you know, $1.9 billion or something like that. Just, just a few days ago, take that fucking money and give it to the school districts and for security purposes, actually fortify the schools. You know, we protect our Congress, people that we absolutely despise and we hate anymore, we protect them with massive walls and, and security and guns and all this stuff. And then you want to sign, you want them people to sign a fucking piece of paper. That's all you want. And you want them to sign a fucking law to keep our children safe. No, that's not okay. And granted, no schools should not have to be fortified, but that's the reality of the world we live in today. And we either accept it or this is going to keep happening. And I could go on and on and on, but I won't. That's all I got to say. About it. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like that. Justin says, back when we had lead paint, we didn't have school shootings. It was the natural way to weed out the asshats. <laughs> That's another shirt. Bring back lead paint. Bring back lead paint. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I could get on board with that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's a gold mine. Yeah. Okay. Anything? Anything else there? I got lots to say, but I won't. We'll move along. <laughs> Super. Stop that. Quit it. <laughs> this is the button I meant to hit. Got, got lit. I like that. We're going to talk about gear now. Um, Sam, I believe you want to talk about the Rock Island Armory, Armory STK 100. I do. I do. Um, this is nothing super revolutionary, but I do tend to take note when a company like, uh, this particular one, Rock Island Armory, um, dives into a different, uh, genre 
of guns. Um, generally Rock Island, they make, they make some pretty solid 1911s. That's really kind of what they're known for 1911 style pistols. Um, and they've recently dived into the striker fired market. And the different thing about this is, uh, they're going with, it looks like, you know, looks a lot like a Glock 17. Actually, it's the same size as a Glock 17, but they're actually using an aluminum frame on this, which is, which is interesting. Um, other than that, you know, like it's, it's extremely similar to a size to a Glock 17, you know, 17 round mags, like I said, striker fired, um, optics ready, nice, nice looking, uh, slide cuts and all that jazz. But the only difference and the cool thing about this is like I said, the aluminum, the aluminum frame. So obviously it's going to be slightly heavier than, um, say, you know, most striker fired polymer pistols. Um, but that does have its benefits because it's, you know, that you, you get that little bit of extra weight does help mitigate the recoil a little bit. And they are saying that this is, you know, kind of a, a carryable gun. So, um, that's kind of interesting. Other than that, um, you know, it's got a grip angle. That's more like a 1911 style grip, which doesn't surprise me being, um, you know, like I said, rock Island armory is more of a 1911 style, um, gun manufacturer. So that'll be interesting. Um, but I, I am, I'm pretty curious to get my hands on one of these. And also it is only MSRP is only four ninety nine. So you're going to be getting these out the door between probably four and four fifty somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and for, uh, you know, Glock 17 style or size, a pistol, that's a, that's going to be a, a pretty good deal. I, mm -hmm. And I, I am, like I said, I know rock Island armory. I'm betting that's going to be a decent quality gun. So I'm, I'm curious to get my hands on one and, and see how it actually, how it actually shoots. Um, I don't, I don't think it's one, you know, a little bit too big for a guy to conceal carry or at least the smaller guys. Um, but It'd be a, it'd be an interesting gun. I'm, I'm kind of stoked to check it out myself. So I think I would like, my... like the little bit of extra heft on there. Yeah. What well, was, uh, wasn't it SIG that did their, their, uh, legions or X fives or whatever they did the, um, tungsten infused frames. Yeah. Uh, they were probably just, that just added that little bit of, of more weight to them. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of, the same idea behind these guys. So um, they've also got uh, tungsten rods that slide down into the magwell. Oh, really? I wasn't aware of that. Yep. That's kind of interesting. Just for weight and balance. Right. Tune it like you like it. Um, yep. uh, this does play. look, this does look, Johnson, are you looking at this? I mean, it looks basically like a, a a Glock, uh, gen it looks 3. like, a, um, I think it with the 1911 grip angle, it looks more like a, a polymer 80 almost. Right. But I mean, <clears throat> like the rest of it kind of looks like it's just based on the gen three Glock platform. Doesn't it? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's probably, that's probably what it is. It could be. I'm sure it is. That's exactly what Palmetto state did with the dagger. So, yeah, because it was something about the patents for the gen three Glocks or something ran out. Oh yeah. That's why everybody's only doing the gen three stuff because you can, right. but the, the patents for the four and five are obviously still, still active. So that's yeah. why everybody's doing the three. So I'm assuming it is very, very Glock gen three. It would be a safe bet. Definitely. Um, 
F F one firearms out of Texas did a basically the same deal, an aluminum framed Glock gen three knockoff. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there's actually a ton of companies that are, I mean, like a lot, a lot of companies are in there. I mean, like shadow systems and all sorts of shadow freaking, systems. Yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of ones that are just straight up, um, using that, that, um, that platform, I guess, you know, it's, it's kind of became the, the AR platform. Well, you know, of, yeah. the, of the pistol world almost, you know, everybody's just using that, that system, but do shadow systems use an aluminum frame or are they still polymer frame? I think shadow I'm, systems still polymer. I'm pretty sure it's polymer, but I'm not positive on that. So don't quote me on that one. But yeah, I, I definitely see this being becoming, I don't know, a, Kind of like, a, I don't know, one of like those Gucci gun type of things, you know, where you get the fancy billet aluminum framed Glock instead of the polymer or something. Right, right. I'm just curious, yeah. like how much, well, let's see, the weight of it here says 1.8 pounds. The weight of a Glock um, 17 uh, they don't say it on their site, actually. Um, I'm going to have to find, I'm going to have to find that. I wonder how much, how much different it is. Oh, yeah. I bet. I, I can't imagine that it's that much different, honestly. I don't think I so. Can't aluminum, is, aluminum is not heavy at all. It's... No, no. Well, thank you. I wondered what it was in grams. 22 point <laughs> fucking metric. 22.05 ounces, which is one pound, six, six and uh, a half ounces. That's six ounces less. 1.8 pounds is 28.8 ounces. So a couple ounces difference, a couple ounces heavier, not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad, but not a super exciting thing, but like I said, I always kind of take note when, uh, companies dive into new things and striker fired is definitely new for uh, rock island armory. Yeah. Is it? I thought they, didn't they release a gun a year or two ago. It was striker fired. Who was it? I don't there's, remember them, but there's been several that dove in that, that got into the striker fire. There's actually, I know there's some in the last couple months that we talked about. I can't remember what one's off the top of my head, but to my knowledge, it has not been rock island armory yet. Phil, we were talking about the Rock Island Armory STK 100. Yes. Yes, we were. <laughs> but we are no longer. Must have, must have not been that excited because I don't remember that one at all. Oh, uh, Keltec was the other one that we looked at, wasn't it? Or Kimber, maybe? There was no, Kimber, like I said, there's been several of them. I, hell, I don't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. They're all doing that shit now, though, so. Yeah. Yep. All the cool kids getting in the strike. That's what the cool game. kids are doing. Yep. Hey, do we want to <laughs> move on? Yep. To a stupid product? In um, my opinion, anyways. Okay. This thing. It's called the Magnatech Magnetic uh, Weapon Mount. 
You gotta love this company. Did you look into it, Johnson? Yeah. No, oh, it's Matthew it's Tech. good stuff. So what it is, it's just a weapon mount or a weapon or a light mount for your AR mounts to your Picatinny rail, but instead of it actually attaching to your your light, it's got a couple of magnets in it, and then you need to <laughs> put another mount on your light that also has magnets in it and then they just stick together you know like magnets do obviously (laughs) sometimes but that's i don't understand what problem this is this is solving and that's the thing it's not (laughs) just for the 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 rail side mount is fifty dollars and to get the other mount is seventy five dollars? Um, so I'm to, I'm not finding I'm not finding this online. Where where where? Well, where, you're where? probably spelling Magnatech wrong because yeah. they spelled it wrong. M a g n e. I guess they didn't technically spell no, they, it wrong. They spelled it right. Tech with an H. I guess Magnatech with an H. There's a dash in in there. Dot com. Yeah. Oh, I missed the Z. Okay. What? What? There's... <laughs> it's, a joke. it's a joke, guys. Calm down. Jesus. But Both yeah, of us I... were like, God, we knew you were dumb, but Jesus. <laughs> I don't, I just, I thought this was uh, a humorous, I mean, it may have, it's a good uh, idea for maybe like mounting things on a helmet or something maybe but i can't think of a single case where you would um, want your 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 weapon light to not be affixed to your to your weapon so you say you're coming through a doorway and you're knocking on a door jam there goes your fucking light and you're shit out of luck all right well it depends on how how easily it comes off i guess is it just snaps on and it's pulls just off. a magnet There's no, like snap and twist no, or anything it's just a magnet that's all it is well, I don't think that this would be something that like a hardcore user would want hey, to use. I know who it's for. Who's that? People who are too poor to own a flashlight for their pocket and a flashlight for their gun. Actually, that's what I was was going to say. Bingo, bingo, yeah. bongo. I need I to dis- use my I, gun. Let me take the flashlight out of my pocket and stick it on the side of my gun. Boom. I, I disagree, though. Light. It's 75 fucking dollars to do that. Or $125 to do that. You can get it. Those cheap asses can buy what they would think is a fantastic light for that. Yeah, but these stupid bastards will literally go, oh, man, that's such a good idea because now I can just take the flashlight that I have in my pocket and stick it to my gun. I don't have to buy another flashlight. They don't think about that they have to buy this thing to mount it. People are stupid, man. People will buy some of the dumbest shit. I think maybe maybe they're counting on most people don't realize that most flashlights these days are aluminum and therefore not magnetic so that they right. get tricked into spending this other $75 on the on the light side mount. Well, that's yeah, you got to get the $75 on the mag- universal magnetic mount for one inch handheld lights. Well, okay. Hear me out here. Hear me out. Oh, here we go. Innovation. No, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's that innovative. Although I do like magnets. I have a. I have a. I. I for some reason I like magnets. 
Um, but just say because they're say, mysterious and you don't know how they work. <laughs> Never did figure that out. Just crazy. it's voodoo. <laughs> Shit's just voodoo. Magic rocks. <laughs> I, you're not wrong. They are just magic rocks. Um, but okay, say you got an AR hanging on the wall. You know that's kind of your home defense AR whatever, you know, you never, never comes off the wall or anything like that. And you also have a flashlight that you use around. Like I got flashlights constantly. I always have a flashlight on me under my bed, all the, I got them all over the place. Um, but say, you you know, this is just kind of like your, your normal flashlight you use around the home all the time. Um, but you never use your AR say you do want to use it. Say you got to run outside for some reason, slap that on there. Like, yeah, it's it's be much much smarter to just get two, but I I kind of see what they're going for. I'm not saying it's a great idea, but I'm I'm I understand why. They then you got to be way. carrying around a flashlight with this fucking mount on it all the time, with two big ass magnets in it. That's it's it's yes, not the most uh, <laughs> not the Sam, most. Uh, Sam just let it go. You know it's stupid. Quit trying to defend it. It sucks. It's dumb. <laughs> Don't waste your money on it. Oh, I'm not planning on it. I got, I mean, I got, well, I know you're not, I'm just, I got saying. a flashlight permanently attached to my AR. So I'm, I'm good to go there, but it's not permanently attached. Well, no, he welded but... it. <laughs> uh, Matt wow, says, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Matt says Sam keeps a flashlight in his prison pocket. Ultra tactical. It's, you know, it's not very handy. He just hey. got a, Got to hold on, hold on. I can't see you. I got to take my pants off real quick. Not, not tactical at all. It's fine. It works so the, great. The timer just went off a few seconds ago. So Matt will be getting something from Sam's prison pocket, I assume. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you lucky dog, you. Yeah, I should. I, you Matt, know what? I think we should send Matt a pint jar, and he can see if he's brave enough to find out if I farted in it first or not. <laughs> anyway, fair enough. Fair enough. Another, another thing about this: magnets are damaged by heat. Yeah. So you do a very much shooting at all with this thing attached to your rifle. Those magnets are definitely going to weaken. I don't know by how much, but they're going to get hot how? and they're going to weaken. Well, maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's not like the rail gets that hot, I guess, but. I mean, if you're fully auto for quite a while, but I don't know oh, how much. Trust me, the light has fallen off long before it gets too hot to weaken the weaken the magnets. This says high temperatures of 80 degrees Celsius or higher will ruin magnets. That's just some random person saying this, so. Um, so I don't know. Back. I feel like I I feel like you'd have to get them pretty hot to to. Yeah, maybe that's a, a maybe that's a non-issue. It would but be I'm, on the outside of the rail. Yeah, and eighty degrees. Let's say it is eighty degrees. That's like almost like a hundred and eighty degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So that's pretty freaking warm. Yep, yeah, that would definitely be a hot rail to be touching. Yeah, not not the not the greatest uh, idea on the planet, but whatever, teach their own, I guess. People will buy it. It'll be farmers, oh, yeah. probably people that are that are out there shooting coyotes, and they have one flashlight that they really like. There you go. 
keep it but, in their keep it in their in their tractor, you know. But Slap that's not the who they're. That's not who they're uh, marketing, marketing towards. To. They're marketing towards the operators. They they have a video on their website that's hardcore oh, operators. They walk into a room and then they had to take. They had to pull their flashlight off and look around the room and then reattach it to their their AR. Yeah, that's practical. That makes sense. That's what that's what most how most people clear rooms. <laughs> That's the new technique. If now. I'm walking into a room clearing it with my AR, you could be damn sure I'm swinging that motherfucker around before, <laughs> you know, with the light attached. I am not going, hey, wait a minute, that's a bad guy. Hold on, I need to point my rifle at you. Let me reattach this thing. Phil says, yeah. Phil asks if it would hand or stand up to stout recoil. There are videos on there, on there also, like two videos of them firing five shots or whatever just out of your... What I'm assuming was a two two three, and it was there. So I don't know. It's hard to tell. Magnets are those rare earth magnets are pretty tough. So yeah. it would probably be all right with with most things. I don't know about if you're throwing it on your on your Barrett. <laughs> well, that's know. what I was just gonna say. Or like say, uh, well, you can't see it, but there's a gun over here that 458 SOCOM. Did you guys ever shoot that? No. Boy, that yeah. thing has got some serious freaking recoil. Something like that, you know. I don't know if it would hold up to that, but hey, probably a normal I mean, five five six. I think it'd be fine. I think it would be just fine for a full auto twelve and a half inch AR ten. You know, it'd probably be just great. Justin says, "So out of all the dumb products you guys have talked about, this one is the one I could try it before I totally hate it." I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it because of just because of what it is. I would hate it because of the weaknesses it has. There's too many of them for me. I I don't want to have to worry about my my light falling off my rifle ever. <laughs> right. My that would be my number one concern, and my number two concern is I'm not going to spend like. Two hundred dollars to mount a flashlight. One hundred and twenty-five plus the seventy-five to get the fucking thing, right? Or is it fifty for the magnetic strip and then seventy-five for the? It's you know, fifty whatever. for the rail. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to spend one hundred and twenty-five bucks. Okay, so when I'm, I can spend that on another flashlight, I'm fairly confident that you can just duct tape some rare earth magnets to your freaking <laughs> aluminum bodied flashlight and do the same on your M-Lock rail. About $2, you're good to go. Problem solved. You could 3D print it. F&A cotton, right there it is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. And Justin uh, also just, says, maybe so, not on my home defense gun, but a truck gun. Yeah, like, like I was saying, I could see farmers that have a gun in their truck using it so this is the this is the thing that makes sense to me the mlock rail stuff the gun stuff it doesn't they got picked any mlock all this stuff right the one thing i do like this for they have a 1200 lumen magnetic flashlight kit for home or rv so it's a mount that you screw onto the wall or has double-sided tape or something that is a magnetic deal for their 1200 lumen 
magnetic bodied flashlight or it's got the magnets built into the body or whatever, putting it somewhere in an RV, a camper in your house somewhere that there's a magnetic, you just click it there every time you're done using it. Okay. Yeah. But not on a gun. I just don't, I don't get it for a gun. They also have these pictured on, uh, like say, uh, snaps onto your belt. There's a mount there on your belt, uh, also on a, a motorcycle helmet and then on like a tactical vest. So you can just grab it. So instances like that, sure. Absolutely. You know, I could definitely see the, the, the value of that, you know, instead of using a clip, you're just using that magnet, which is a great idea. I love that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I don't, I would not be mounting it on. My there are weapon. plenty of, plenty of opportunities to mount a flashlight magnetically to things where it would be a good idea. Just a gun is not one of those. Right. Now, right. if we're talking about magnetically mounting fleshlights, now that's a different story. Different story altogether. Or a lot of possibilities it. there. <laughs> uh, I'm not even. I'm not going to go there. No, I'm not going to go there. Saw, I was. I was. I had a question. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just come quit. on. Don't be a pussy. I was asking if they had mag- uh, suction cup mounted flashlights like they got suction cup mounted dildos. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. They're probably expensive though. Those are I the mean, high dollar ones. Well, duct tape and a suction cup. They're duct tape and a plunger's problem solved. There you I go. I mean, dude, that couldn't <laughs> like on the wall in the shower, you'd have to be careful. You, you go to wall, you're just ramming right into a fucking wall. <laughs> Well, I mean, right. no give, no give. It, the thing squishes. There's, it's not like it's going to keep you away from. <laughs> no, you get a little the, excited see, now. The flashlight they have a plastic outer housing, so it's not just going to squish flat. I'm pretty sure you can take it out of them. Well, um, you can, but I mean, that's just going to be, boy. <laughs> that, can you imagine getting that thing in the shower? You'd be a slippery. You'd be juggling it everywhere you wouldn't even get to use it you'd just be trying to hold on to the slippery motherfucker <laughs> duct tape <laughs> just right duct tape it to there. your hand right <laughs> like old edward 40 hands we're just gonna duct tape one of these straight to your hand on today's gears and beers the flashlight why oh, did wow. you know flashlights get brought up on that show far more often than i would have ever thought Flesh, fleshlights and shitting are two of our favorite yeah, topics. Fleshlights and poop. Yeah. <laughs> Matt says that should be the new thing. Sam comes up with the red green show version of products. Damn right. Hell yeah, yes. brother. The problem is Sam's just going to say 3D print it for pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. That's 3D printed. Red green did not have a 3D printer. Okay. It's got to be way, it's get, you get, you get duct tape, you get WD-40 and a few other odds and ends. And that's all you get. Bailing wire. He's like the redneck MacGyver. Hey, I actually had to wire up a PLC and motor box and all kind of electric motor, like three phase electric motor and a PLC to a switch panel and shit the other day Yeah, at work. And I 100% used bailing wire and a roll of painter's tape to make all of this happen. Uh, I'm 
pretty positive that bailing wire is not up to code, nor is, is uh, what'd you say? Masking tape. Yeah, it was, yeah. I had to mount. So we have like the test, the disconnect <laughs> switch is all on a stand, but I needed to mount the PLC and we didn't have U bolts that were like these itty bitty. They were like the bolt holes in the PLC took like number 10 screws, which are smaller than quarter inch. So I didn't have any shit like that. So bailing wire and masking tape, it was, <laughs> Did you, did you guys see his comment? Cliff, Cliff? Yeah. <laughs> not domestic uh, terrorists and sex offenders. Uh, no, feel free. A 3D uh, printed, printed, 3D printed flashlight. I Sam guarantee. 100%. Sam is looking up fucking model 3D models on GrabCAD right now. I can, I'm, on Colts, I'm on Colts 3D. <laughs> see? I knew it. <laughs> I guarantee you somebody has somebody has uh designed it but <laughs> it's out of plastic i'm confused well you yeah, just the housing fun it's fact fill your own pocket pussy can you 3d print silicone <laughs> actually yes there is t uh tf there there is a there is a 3d printed like rubberized uh filament you actually can yeah so technically oh god te- technically you could do it Sam's going to come to the next podcast itching his balls. And we're going to ask him what's wrong. He's like, I got a, a pretty serious rug burn. I tried printing my own, tried to print my own flashlight. This, this got weird. Cliff's not wrong. Domestic terrorists and sex offenders here. We got, we got the freaking ATF and the freaking whoever checks out sex offender crimes on our ass now. Um, I just, my wife I just, just texted me from the kitchen and says, I hope I never hear these sentences ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shabray. <laughs> does well, she watch hey. does she watch this this part of the show? Or not? Uh, usually she does, but tonight mm-hmm. she's had kind of a long night. She's like not listening, but she's standing in the kitchen and just hears all of this completely out of context. <laughs> all she hears is your part because you got headphones on. Yep. <laughs> it's got to be your bowl. I, I just yeah. watched that episode of Blue Mountain State again the other day where the entire team shares one yes. flashlight. <laughs> Every one of them gets syphilis. Oksana. Uh, <laughs> Boy. You ever been to Bosnia, son? My dad has. Every time I stick my dick and sometimes my balls in this pocket pussy reminds me of my dad. (laughs) Boy, we such a fantastic show. It is. It it is wonderful. Boy, we still have six viewers. I applaud you guys. I applaud you for sticking with us on this travesty of a a segment. Is that just on Facebook? Yeah, you guys are real freaking troopers. I think Phil might still be with us too. So we got guys on on YouTube even. Wow. Yeah, the more demented we are, the more viewers we get. I guess. Yeah, we got three on uh, on the YouTubes too. So we we did applaud you. We did spend we spent like the last ten minutes talking about fleshlights. (laughs) Yep. Definitely did. Man. I, I don't even know what to say at this point. I, Change we were, the title. See how many more viewers we get. <laughs> I don't know if I want those viewers. Dude, let's do it. Let's change the cover photo the on, on YouTube for like a day. 
to gears and beers flashlight edition or something like that <laughs> oh <laughs> dude just, we would have so many views on this people. shit <laughs> oh, it would be hilarious wow <laughs> at like 40 minutes i was worried we weren't gonna make it to an hour but thank god for flashlights <laughs> yeah uh, what were we talking about oh yeah that magnetic how the hell did a magnetic mount go to this magnetic Magnetically mount. mount. yeah yeah okay right right all right well, <laughs> well that's a logical transition i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> i totally i totally get it now totally get it <laughs> Well, I hope you all have learned a lot on tonight's show. I'm sure sure you have. And by the way, when I just yelled Oksana, Shabrake poked her head through the door. She's like, that's even worse because I know what that is, but I don't know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Is there any other topics that we should touch on tonight that are not on our list of things? Anything that's popped up along the way? That... Um, I mean, we had a lot of good comments, but I think we covered them all as uh, pretty much as they as they came along. So no, I don't. I don't think so. I think we. I think we covered most of them. Well, I was meaning. I meant like any that you happen to have thought of is is everybody still is everybody still just hoarding ammo and nobody's shooting yeah but we need to we need to freaking get out and do that like is that a thing people still just everybody's doing very minimal round count drills still and Pretty much because I mean, ammo is still at the same, you know, it's still, well, it's, this is what it's going to be forever. forever so right. Until people why, get used to it. Yeah. It's like nine mil ain't going to be 17 cents again. It's going to be 30. That's just, I saw some actually aluminum case for like 26 or yeah, but I don't count day. aluminum case. I count the price. No, I get that. Brass but, cased and new, not remanufactured, reloaded brass. No, just no. Brass. I get that, but aluminum is still good shit. Uh, it's yeah. just you can technically you can reload it, not the best for it, in a super pinch, um, and it's not as hard on your gun as steel. So it there is some ups to it, but um, and that was the cheapest I'd seen anything in quite a while. So that's that's nice, you know, to find it a little bit cheaper every now and then. Yep. Uh, reloading supplies are still, still looking for, still looking for primers. Ain't finding jack shit. Hmm. Uh, Phil says, yes. I think he just means to your, to uh, hoarding ammo and stuff like hmm. that. Yeah. He also says he wouldn't trust Russian ammo these days. Just saying. Well, eh. it's an interesting point, I guess, you know, eh. New imports, anyway. Well, there, there can't be new imports, right? Well, technically there are, yes, because the any still on the same contract. Any contract that was still was open for two years, and it's still open, so it's still they're still getting shit from them. So, technically, yeah, we are still getting new stuff, but, um, yeah, I wonder how much. I'm not super worried about like sabotage demo i guess I, if that is what you're thinking phil but well yeah because that would be more on the um 
that would be the ammo manufacturers risking their their name and their brand for you know i don't i don't see that really happening i see his point yeah you know maybe in like a world war you know in a few years when they get to the real world war <laughs> then then we might want to keep an eye out for that i suppose yeah, yeah. maybe in 2025 <laughs> we'll think about that but right right <laughs> i definitely see what he's saying yeah i just <sighs> i'm i'm not super super concerned on it um jmac customs i did want to talk about this a little bit jmac customs just posted a video today yesterday three days i don't know within the last week of they ran a palmetto state g oh i don't remember gf5 i think ak uh, 762 AK and they ran it through like a 2100 round torture test. I didn't see the torture test video. I don't know how much torture it was. I don't know what the gun went through. Basically they shot 2100 rounds through it in some adverse conditions. Then they did a burn down video, which I watched and they ran this thing full auto and it, it just, kept dumping 30 round mags through it and they were comparing it to some others like uh uh wasser 10 vepers um ak-12 and i don't remember what else but they were comparing it to some others and all of them had basically died within that 900 round it was like six to nine hundred rounds it was kind of yeah, was where everything kind of died. Mm-hmm. They ran this Palmetto State for twenty four hundred rounds, something something insane, like right around two thousand rounds full auto, and it kept going. And they just ran out of ammo. They're like, we everything else died at nine hundred rounds. We brought double that, and we shot all of it, and it's still not dead. And they I, took it apart, and it wasn't like there was not like significant wear or anything abnormal on it anywhere. And I'm sure this was like a very, cause Palmetto, they did say that Palmetto state sent them the rifle. I'm sure it was a cherry picked rifle that was put together very well, but that tells you that they're using quality components, quality steels. You know, I was actually really impressed that the thing survived as long as it did. I've been, like I said, I've been hearing really good stuff about Palmetto States or AKs and they're they're freaking, they're selling them. I saw them selling for like $5.99 or something the other day, which for right now, AKs, that's freaking stupid cheap. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I saw a package deal for an AK and a freaking dagger. It was like $7.99 or something absurd. Right. I was just like... Good God, man. So this is the one that they had. They had this GF5E with an ALG trigger, uh, toolcraft trunnion and bolt, and it had like the aluminum M-lock handguard on it. Mm-hmm. And that runs like 1300 bucks. FN, cold hammer forged, chromoly vanadium steel barrel, chrome lined, Toolcraft blended hammer forge 4340 front trunnion. I mean, so they're putting seriously high quality components in these guns. Right. But I mean, think about that. It's like 
Toolcraft trunnion and bolt, FN cold hammer forged chrome line barrel, and it's a $1,300 AK. That's some damn good value. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're obviously surviving. Yeah. That's pretty cool that we got a U.S. manufacturer of AKs like that for a decent price. I just wish they would get these goddamn 100 series. I want the AK 102 real bad. Yeah. When are, when are they coming out? I don't know. They've, well, they've said, they've said in the next, you know, at the end of the year or third quarter this year for like three or four years. So don't know. <laughs> Kind of like, uh, like their MP5 or their Jackal or, you know. Supposedly the Jackal. I've been I've been seeing stuff on the Jackal lately. Is that supposed to be coming out here pretty soon? I don't know. They just released a video the other day. But it never, I don't think it had a release date on it. Remember when we went to, to SHOT Show like over two years ago and the MP5 was supposed to be coming out that summer? Yeah. You guys, you guys remember that? Yeah. Yep. And uh, still not here. Still not here. I wonder if the wind got taken out of their sails when HK released the SP5. No, because how much were the were the was the SP5 selling for? I think like three grand, wasn't it? And it was two hundred bucks, and it was fugly. So no. Yeah. Uh, what? What? Right, the SP5 is pretty ugly, isn't it? I feel like it was a pretty standard. MP5. Phil is asking what your favorite caliber for the AK platform is. I can't, I don't have an answer because I don't have anything to do with AKs. So this is up to the other two guys. Personally, I like 760 by 39 just because it's plentiful and cheap. And I mean, it's a tried and true cartridge, works well. Um, I want a 5.56 AK just for, you know, commonality for ammo um i like them i think they're cool i want some circle 10 mags to run in a 5.56 ak i just want a cool get it out 5.56 ak um but i also want a cmmg mark 47 that's a 7.62 by 39 ar that takes ak mags so i like i like both calibers um i like 5.45 but it's what not I was just going to say, I like five, four, five, because it's so similar to five, five, six, but it's not as easily accessible. I can't go to any gun store, any bomb guards, tractor supply and go get ammo. Like I can for the other two. Um, the ammo is not as cheap and easily accessible. So that's why I don't, yeah, I, I guess I'm, prefer that. But. I'm seven six two by thirty nine, definitely. Uh, but I was just, and this was years ago. I was just getting into like the five four five. You know, it was super stupid cheap. You know, and it was like said similar to five five six. I was getting all excited about it, and just looking into getting one. And then they freaking banned the the imports of that ammo from uh, from Russia. And I'm you know totally got to supply because you were you could buy a thousand rounds of it for like 
160 bucks or something yeah like it, was, it, was like, it was it was stupid cheap for the it was like buy a nine millimeter basically right steel case 545 is like nine millimeter price but of course <laughs> lo and behold our government fucked that up again so no what are you gonna way. do what are you gonna do but yeah i don't know i i just like the I like the punch that 762 by 39 has having that heavy of a projectile. I like that, you know, terminal velocity out to like 150, 200 yards. And I, I just like having those two main calibers, five, five, six and seven, six, two by 39. So right. I think seven, six, two by 39 is my favorite in the AK platform, but I still want a five, five, six one. Yep. Okay. Are we done? Anything else? I think so. We can't stop yawning, me and Box, apparently. So <laughs> maybe Jesus. We, uh, Box, we should cover the fact that uh, this is our last gears and beers for a little while. Isn't it? Or unless we're going to do one on the... I believe eighth. so, yeah. I, w- I mean, we aren't planning on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, our next gears and beers will not be. Fuck! It'll it's gonna be, be a while. It'll be yeah, like it'll the twentieth. It's gonna be in July, so we will. We are going to be taking a break. Thirteenth uh, of July, show. I think. We're going to be taking a break from this shit show for a month. I mean, we've been doing this for over three years now. Every other week. And we have not taken a single break. So we're going to take a bit of a break and we're going to start doing that every now and then just to avoid getting burnout. Yeah. And that's starting yep. uh, on the next 5th. month. Yeah. We're going to record one, our last episode before the break on June 5th. And yep. then, so uh, kind of our break, our plan is to kind of do seasons of it, you know, so do one season and take a break in the, in the summer and then want another season and take a break in the, over the winter or, you know, the holidays or whatnot. And that like box says, just kind of, kind of help us to keep from getting burned out. Cause this, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that, uh, you know, we hate each other. <laughs> yeah. As you can, as you can clearly see from our banter, we really hate each other. <laughs> So, nope, just wanted to make you guys aware of that. So we ain't going anywhere. Just, uh, we'll be on a little break. We're still going to be hopefully posting uh, a couple episodes of like, um, you know, our favorite moments from uh, past shows and stuff like that though. So it'll probably we'll be, be mostly the fleshlight and poop conversations. <laughs> we could have, <laughs> yeah. we could have one that's just like three and a one half hours. Super cut. <laughs> the fleshlight episode. <laughs> Ah, uh, good stuff. That's a good idea. Okay, well, it's it. That's, that's going to be the show. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. Be sure to listen to our, to our entire catalog of podcasts on most major podcast providers, and also on our website, lifeshortlivefree.com. If you enjoy what we do and want to help support the show, check out our subscribe star page for exclusive content and other benefits. If you want to get more involved with the community, join our forum over on LifeShortLiveFree.com. If you aren't aware, Gears and Beers is streamed live every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and on our website. 
We would love for you to come get involved with the conversation. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com and on Facebook, and Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and Facebook. And that's the show, folks. Take us away, Sam. Yep, absolutely. Uh, just going to touch on uh, Justin says, also take a minute to reflect on your loved ones from the past and honor the men and women who paid the ultimate sacrifice this weekend for our, our freedom. So happy Memorial Day weekend, everyone. Um, like he said, make sure you reflect on that and what it's really about. So, guys, thanks for sticking around. We'll talk to you next time. Until then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. On the ATF. Reveal the NFA. Grow food. Become ungovernable. Joe the third hall.